looking for truth from God's Word that you can understand and apply to your life? You'll find it today on Make It Clear with Dr. Stan Pons. Listen now as Stan makes it clear. Make it clear. I am so glad that you could be with us. I get so excited when I have the opportunity to interview folks that really have a message, a story, the truth of a transformed life, but they've taken it further than just living a better life. They've taken it to a world where they want to influence others. You know, our program, Make It Clear, is uniquely designed to really teach the Bible book by book, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, but in a life application way. Sometimes, though, I like to step away from that so that I can interview folks that I know have impacted my life in a very special way. And I know that today you're going to hear a program from two lovely ladies who are passionate about Jesus Christ, passionate about the message of the gospel and the word of God, passionate for other women and their needs in life. And so whether or not if you're a lady, it really doesn't matter. I want you to stay with the program so that your life can be impacted as well. And perhaps others will be impacted through yours. So again, thank you for being with us today. Let's begin by letting you know that our focus today is women reaching women. But particularly, we don't want to just do it in the backyard, although that's important. And that's really where all of it really happens mostly. But we want to talk about reaching women all over the world and being influencers or leaders. And they really can be. Well, personally, at this time, I could think of no better woman who's got a ministry together that is really reaching other women on a national and international level. And I wanted you to be able to meet her. Her name is Kimberly Hobbs. She's part of a ministry that she's founded, and it's called Women world leaders, women world leaders. And I really like that name because, you know, sometimes we think that women can't be influencers and they really can be influencers. So Kimberly, welcome to our program. Thank you, Stan. I'm happy to be here. Oh, you bet. Our folks are really going to enjoy listening to you. You know, you're going to know that Make It Clear Ministries really does have a heart for women all over the world, so much so that we have one of our ministries among our many ministries at Make It Clear Ministries. This one is about women reaching other women women as well. So we have a full-blown women's ministry. It's uh, somewhat in its infancy, but I can already see that it's going to grow up to become a mighty force for other women. And of course, when you affect women, you affect husbands and children and all the rest. And I can tell you that personally, because my wife led me to Christ many years ago. And I can really say truly that I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my wife now who has influenced my life. And so through that, perhaps I'm influencing others. So you ladies, you still have many people you can reach. And the the lady who leads our women's ministry is Peggy Sperling. We have uh, known her for a while. You've heard her on our program here. She's got a wonderful ministry as well. And I'd like to also welcome Peggy Sperling, who heads up the women's ministry at Make It Clear Ministries. Peggy, welcome to the program. Thank you. So happy to be here and serve with you. Oh, thank you. All right. Let me kind of start the ball rolling here. And I'm going to kind of play like I'm just meeting you all and we have a friendly conversation and our mates are with us and we're all just talking about the needs of women today, because um, we really know that there are, the world is changing almost any time you open up the newspaper, you hear something on the radio, something different is happening. And when it does, it impacts a woman's life. Now, we know there are always basic needs that they have to be loved, appreciated, security and significance and those kinds of things. But maybe I could ask you, because you have this ministry today, Kimberly, what do you see as maybe the top few greatest needs of women? And uh, 
what we might be able to do to reach them. So first of all, what are the needs that women have today that you sense in all of your uh, outreaches? I definitely see uh, a need in women to be heard. And women have felt um, broken, distracted, uh, enabled through their lives in different ways and in different countries because every country is a little bit different. And uh, and they've just been kind of stomped on to where they, they are not being heard anymore. Their voice is just kind of welched. And so we wanted to reach out to them and just show them the love of Jesus, show them the love of Christ and let them know that they do have a voice and that they have a purpose here on this planet. And we believe every single woman that we come in contact has the ability to be heard, to let her voice be heard, especially for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you're sensing today that women are not being heard or they're being heard a little more, but they're not hearing the right message. How is that? Yes, they're well, they're just um, because they're broken, their confidence is gone. And so they're just feeling like they're not worthy. They don't have value. And again, we deal with so many women in different countries and everybody's a little bit different, but it just seems to be the norm that once they start opening up, they see that there's a place for understanding where we can uh, come together. We can open the word of God with them. We can share love with them. We can share opportunities that they can be forgiven and restored. So it, um, it's beautiful once you give them that confidence and you can walk with them and say, hey, I've been through that before. We can show you that there is a way that you can restore that confidence. And again, the message is all in Jesus Christ and the power of forgiveness. That's a great thought that women really need to be heard. And sometimes men hear words, they hear their voices of the women, but they don't hear the woman's heart and what's going on on the inside. Do you find that because women don't feel like they're being heard, they don't speak as much, they kind of shut down and keep things inside of them? Uh, it depends. Every woman's a little bit different, but yes, you know, there's a, a lot of women that feel that uh, they're squelched by certain things um, going on in their life, certain, certain circumstances. But uh, again, we just believe that there is that spark in every woman and it's just finding what it is that's going to make her come alive and blossom and grow and have that, you know, desire again to just come out of that shell that they're hidden in. I know we can't speak for every woman, but predominantly though, if a woman wants to be heard, what do you think that they want other people to hear? You know, in other words, I want to be heard. Well, what do, what do you think they want to say that they're not being heard? So is there a particular topic or tip, typical need or typical situation that the majority of women say, you know, they're just not listening to me in blank area? Um, no, that we, we deal with so many different women and there's so many different circumstances in life. Um, I wouldn't say that there's an overall area that they're not being heard. It's just, it just depends what their story is. So we try to pull that story out of that woman, you know, because every woman has a story, whether it's, um, you know, a, a sad story, it could be, you know, their life story is one of joy. I mean, there's so many different ones, but we just pull that story out of them 
and encourage them to start sharing openly. And that's like the first step of um, being able to start to share the gospel message of Jesus, you know, which we bring all the women to um, is when they're able to start talking about themselves and they feel that comfort level that that's okay. People understand me. They're going to understand me. They hear my voice. And we do relational work too, where we can relate. You know, we have so many women in this ministry and out of all the women and they're all sharing their stories, women can relate to one of these women. And it's amazing how doors start to open up when they find somebody that they can relate to or somebody that understands them. Great. Now tell me with, uh, you meant, I asked the question, you know, what do they really need? And you said to be heard. And I do agree with that. They do need to be heard and men need to sit down and listen to the woman's heart through what she's saying. What would be another need that women have? I, I don't think it's only being heard. That's the main part because you got to know what's inside their heart out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And you got to let them do that. But what other needs would they have? Mm-hmm. I, everything that we we focus on at Women World Leaders is to bring that woman to open up and just mm-hmm. encourage them again to be heard. Like for needs as far as um, physical needs, you know, we have teachers that will teach about, you know, marriage, about, um, you know, being a mother, being a wife. We have different things like that. Um, we have abilities that we could uh, just, again, point them to, you know, whether it's a prayer and that we can help them in an area of strengthening. That sounds great. And I really appreciate that. In a few moments, I'm going to be asking you, you know, you you laid that out for us. So what is your mission statement or purpose statement? And then from there, I'm going to go, what is your ministry doing now to fulfill that mission statement? And then I'll also ask you, what would you like to be able to be doing? Should the Lord begin to give you the resources to do that? So it's a little bit now and then your vision for the future. But I want to also tell our listeners, in case you just tuned in, my name is Stan Pons and you're listening to Make It Clear. I'm your host, but we have a very special guest, Kimberly Hobbs, with us today, and she's the founder of Women World Leaders. You can find out more while we're actually having this broadcast by just going to your website while we're listening here, and you can go to womenworldleaders.com, womenworldleaders.com. Also with me on our broadcast today is Peggy Sperling. She directs our women's ministries right here at Make It Clear. And so I'd like to kind of pass that to you. You know, I think we all agree that women really do need to be heard. So maybe briefly tell us what other needs do you sense that women need to have um, in their life that a ministry should have to try to reach them? So what do you think, Peggy? Oh, um, actually, I'm I'm agreeing with a lot that Kimberly has said and the need to be heard. I think part of that need stems from uh, the technology and the isolation that it brings. Um, we, we work, we come home, we go into the garage, the garage door shuts, uh, we, we go into the house, we, we don't have community with other women the way that we once did. You know, you think of the Philippian women by the river um, praying, uh, knowing that they had community together. And I think things were different before. And I think this transcends uh, culture as well. I know it did in China. Even though the culture was very different, um, and even a family culture is different than other families within the same uh, country, I I found that the heart of the woman is the same. The need um, for someone to to just love her and as Kimberly said to listen and hear her heart and then share the heart of Jesus toward her. That's excellent 
and I do agree with you. And I love what you had to say. And you talked about that it kind of overcomes the culture because this is the need that God, and I, I love this, God gave us the need for community. That's why he calls it body life, you know, these types of things. And so that is something no matter what culture you're in. And when culture or situations, world situations now begin to eliminate that uh, community, it will have an adverse effect on the person and the community generally. So thank you for sharing that. Well, Kimberly, let's go back to your ministry again, and let's hear a little bit about your vision of the mission of your ministry. What do you hope to accomplish? We're going to talk about what you do to do that, but right now, what is your mission? What is your vision for that ministry of what we call, or you call, women world leaders? Why'd you call it that? Well, what we are is we're an inspirational journey of women, because we're all on that journey of life, right? It doesn't just, you, you don't ever arrive. It's like you're journeying together. So we inspire women to unite in service, empower, edify, and support each other in faith. Of course, with love, that's our number one thing is everything done in love. And we develop other passionate leaders with purpose. And that pretty much our mission statement is just to rise up other leaders that can feel that they have that voice to be heard and share with other women. I really like that. It's like, I want to get my tank filled, but with the purpose of going to reach out to other women. So it's not just me, a victim, and I'm hearing all this stuff. So me gets better kind of a thing. It's whatever I want to do. I do want to know the Lord. I want to grow in the Lord. I want to know him. I want to have these needs met, but you always put before them, the purpose is others, you know, and I re- and other women particularly because it's a women's ministry, but I think it goes beyond all that. So thank you for sharing that. Now talk to me, if that's your mission, that's your passion. If we cut your wrist, you would bleed that out because you just love it. Tell me a little bit about what your ministry is doing now to reach out and do that mission state. What are you guys doing over there? Gals doing over there at Women World Leaders? Absolutely. Well, we do at many things. We have our weekly podcast where we will interview women around the world and we will encourage them. We share about stories. So we put those on the podcast. Uh, We have teaching podcasts where we walk through the word um, every Wednesday and we teach about uh, right now we're walking through the gospels and it's just teaching and encouraging women to get in the word every day, how important that is in our lives. I mean, without it, we are weak. We can't do anything. I mean, that power of the word of God is fueling us to go forward. And then every Friday we have um, celebrating God's grace and we have different women that will come and speak on our podcast and just celebrate what God is doing every single day in our lives. And then we also, we put out books. Women World Leaders has um, put out several books already and we're working on two more that will be launched the end of this year, Victories and uh, Experiencing Freedom in Christ, and also uh, Embrace the Journey, Your Path to Spiritual Growth, because again, we're on that journey. We all need to embrace it. We need to grow spiritually. We don't just stay stagnant in this life, and that's where the enemy comes in and just keep poking at you and trying to get you down deeper than uh, than we want you to be. So anyway, we, um, we're working on that. And then our big thing is God put on our hearts as a ministry to start a publication. And I'm just so grateful for this amazing work of so many women that have come together again around the world and put together Voice of Truth. And Voice of Truth is a bi-monthly publication that is going out into the world for free. And God put it on our heart that this was to go out for free because each magazine contains the gospel message of Christ. And how can we charge for something God so freely gave to us, which was his son, Jesus. So 
it is a passion project. We ask for people that are blessed by it to just give back so that this can continue going into the world for free. We're now in 60 countries. And this is a full color, full, um, again, just wonderful stories of the message of Jesus. There's no advertisements in it. Um, it is just there to bless the heart of the women and make them feel that they are loved and they are there's somebody there that cares about them. And we all know that that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But we want them to feel that love from him as well. I'm so, really, really encouraged, Kimberly, about the focus on the word of God and them knowing it accurately, you know, getting them into the word, learning for them to learn how to get a grasp of their Bible, you know, how to read it and apply it and study it and memorize it. And because they'll not always have a leader to influence them, they're going to have to feed themselves at times. And you're really getting them into the word because the word is the transforming power that the Holy Spirit then uses to change that person's life and that woman's life. So I'm glad that that's your emphasis. And you have a very unique thing. You don't sell it. You don't have advertising in it. And so you depend fully upon the Lord to prompt people to be able to support your ministry. Now, folks, again, if you just tuned in, my name is Stan Pons. Our guest here on Make It Clear is Kimberly Hobbs. She is the founder and I guess the leader of a ministry called Women World Leaders. And I'd encourage you to go to their website, womenworldleaders.com. And that website will give you far more information than we can do in this very short time on this interview. But I encourage you to go there. And if you sense, you know, this is something I could get behind, look at how you could do that by going to that website. Our other guest on the program is the woman who leads our women's ministry at Make It Clear Ministries. And this is Peggy Sperling. And again, we want to thank you for being with us. Let's continue a little bit and talk about if you for just a moment. I know we have a bit of a vision for Make It Clear in the Women and what we would like to do. So Peggy, would you share that with our listeners as well? Sure. Um, We really hope to provide many things, but starting with a model for churches uh, to create a women's ministry. And from there, it will uh, have, there will be um, leadership training. There will be retreats. There will be um, even events, uh, large speaking events, but, but really bringing it down to uh, the, the women in the church right now that providing a safe uplift, uplift, I'm sorry, providing a safe uplifting space where they can find life, work, family can align to reflect the love of Jesus. They, uh, we hope that they will celebrate God in worship, that they will cultivate their relationship with God, that they will care for others using spiritual gifts and talents, that they will connect in discipleship and fellowship and communicate the good news at home and around the world. So it's it'll start small uh, within that church setting, but grow larger to provide resources and events and other things for uh, for helping them. And thank you for that too, Peggy. And those of you that would like to know more, just write us at tellmemore at makeitclear.org. That's tellmemore at makeitclear.org and say, I'd like to know more about the women's ministry. And Peggy herself will connect with you and be able to give you some of that uh, uh, help to know what we're doing. But also, I want you to know that Kimberly Hobbs got a wonderful ministry. You're going to want to know more about it. Again, it's Women World Leaders. Now, I'm going to throw something out to you, Kimberly. Um, I traveled for a while and spoke uh, for Promise Keepers for the big organization in Colorado back in the 90s and wrote the material, uh, some of the material that was in the the men's ministry that they would do in their churches. So it was mostly church-based. And then the guys all across the country would then feed into the big stadium events. But we looked at a man's life and we said this, and I want to ask you, would this be something 
something that you would find valuable or you're already doing. We would say that um, there's a lot of small group ministries. We, we got that already. But we wanted them a small group for men that the message would be to men, to their world. And when the men are there meeting, the applications are for the men's world so that it wouldn't be just another Bible study for men that men can come to, but anybody could really come to because it's just a study about the Bible. It was specifically designed for men so they could see it. And here's the phrase, masculine context. So I'm asking now that you talked about your Bible studies. Are they the kind that anybody can sit in? Are they specifically designed for the world in which women live? Originally, we started out with it being uh, Bible studies located here in South Florida. And then God grew us to a fellowship hall in uh, a church. And then when we outgrew that, unbelievably, the pandemic hit. And then God exploded us into the world because we went on to Facebook Live. And so we invited everybody into these Bible studies. That we were doing once a month, and that really propelled the ministry forward. So I would say, you know, like again, it's just how is God leading? You know, yes, I think it's important to invite everybody in. And now we're very conscious about how we do what we do because we don't want to exclude anybody from the world. You know, at first we were like we were really focusing on our South Florida area, but as God and we had that world vision, but it was like God, how are we going to get there? Mm-hmm. And that is how when we got there was through the pandemic. When the whole world closed down, we opened up and it was unbelievable. I think that's happened with a lot of ministries and you folks at your ministry were quite wise to uh, pivot and adapt, you know, to make it work. And you can see how the Lord has broadened it out. And now things are opening up where you could do both, gather together, but also expand by by way of doing this through technology. Now, when we look at a woman, I'm going to try to divide her up into four categories. And then you can respond how your ministry might be um, addressing those four categories of women and their particular needs. Now, that may not be all at the same time, but we look at a woman as a person. She's a woman, okay? So we talk about her identity, identity in Christ, or identity of just celebrating that God chose to make her a woman. So we talk about personhood. The second would be, if, if it happens to be the case, a partner being married, all right? Her role maybe in a premarital growth thing, getting to know how you develop your life as a woman in the world of marriage. So we're going to call it partnering. All right. The third is parenting. The majority of times people who do get married, they have children or adopt children. Some we pray for them who desire to have children. But the point is children generally become a product of a marriage. All right. Whether it's marriage and then divorce and the kids are a single family. That's another topic we'll talk about later. But for right now in a marriage, so we talk about their role as a parent, whether they have a husband any longer or not. What are they as a mother? They're still a mother. Some wear two hats. They wear the hat of a father and the hat of a mother, but at the same time, there's that mothering aspect. So we're going to talk to that as a parent. And the fourth area is one that we've added to because so many people, women as well as men, but men kind of led the charge. But you know now, many women have been um, have been uh, cast out into the world of work, whether it was by necessity, whether it was because they bought some kind of thing when they were a kid, I better have a job, I better have a career, whatever that might be. They're still in that world of of works. We call that as a provider. It may be a professional person, but we'll just call her a provider. They have to provide to the family or for the family. Two is if there's a mate there, add to it. If not, they're actually the provider. So we see them as a person, a partner, and then a parent, and then some bit of a provider there. And all of them need to be heard, but they need to be heard through their voice of one of those hats. And then, so what would your 
industry have for those four hats? <laughs> Unfortunately, women got all these hats, you know? So how would your ministry be able to touch those lives? And my heart is just like pounding right here, Stan, because I love that you brought that up uh, because what we do at Women World Leaders every day was we try to cover those topics. And so we have a morning devotional every morning that women go on to Facebook. Uh, we have a huge group. It's a private Facebook group called Women World Leaders. Anybody can come in, but you have to request to come in because we check out who you are first. And then uh, we let you in and or if you're a friend of somebody's and, and we'll let you in that way too. And we also, the same group devotionals that we put up go on to our website at womenworldleaders.com. So every day when the women check in, they are going to hear something about their person, about partnership, about um, profession. What was it? The um, parenting. parenting, parenting and profession. And so what we do is we, we gather scripture, we put it together in a devotional, and it could be about parenting that morning. And we'll give you all these scriptures. And what does God say about parenting? And so we're feeding them, we're helping them grow in the word and getting them into that routine of checking every day, either the website or the um, Facebook group, because they're going to get the word right there. And they're going to get that information about Thank those you topics. so much. I am so sorry that we've run out of time, but I do want to have our listeners go to womenworldleaders.com. That's easy to remember, womenworldleaders.com. You're going to get a lot of information and what might fit you and where you are, maybe how you can take this other places as well. Kimberly Hobbs, thank you so much for being with us. And Peggy, I want to thank you so much for the work that you ladies are doing as you're framing the ministry of the women department of Make It Clear Ministries. And I really thank you for your commitment to the accuracy, the clarity, and the urgency of the gospel. Peggy, thank you for being with us. My pleasure. All right. If you have any questions, be sure to call us or write us at tellmemore at makeitclear.org or go to our website, makeitclear.org. Thank you for being with us. Until next time, this is Stan of Dr. Stan Pons, founder of Make It Clear Ministries. Make It Clear is dedicated to taking the Word of God with clarity into every person's world. It is the support of listeners like you who make the ministry of Make It Clear possible. You can provide your tax-deductible gift to Make It Clear online by going to makeitclear.org or you can mail your gift to Make It Clear, P.O. Box 607-901, Orlando, Florida, 32860. Thank you for helping us make it clear. If you would like to have Dr. Pond speak at your church or event, please send us an email at tellmemore at makeitclear.org. Thank you, and remember to make it clear. 